Hello and welcome to the Wasting Time podcast. This is episode seven. Uh, this week we have got some news about the King Blues. Uh, we are going to talk about the new Creeper EP as well as the uh, new EP from the Starting Line. Uh, and then we've got a discussion at the end about the first gigs we ever went to. But let's do some introductions first. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Darren. And this week we're joined by Phil and Anton from Burnt Tapes. Welcome. Hey guys. Hello. Hi, right, gents. Hey. How's it going? Thanks for coming, guys. So, wait, so do I ask the question first or do I, do I accept your welcome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, accept the welcome. You're much. cool. <laughs> we are good. We're very good. Thank you. Okay. Awesome stuff. Thank you for coming. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, that's them, guys. We'll be talking to them a bit later on. Uh, but first, uh, news. And uh, yeah, Jamie's leaving the King Blues. OMG. OMG, indeed. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, he just he just said he's got musical differences as it always boils well, down to basically after learning how to say beach blood correctly I uh, excuse my ignorance is that the singer? that he, uh, no, no uh, Jamie's a guitarist so yeah he's the singer in bleach blood um, the, the, yes. the, the band that Darren struggles <laughs> to say the name of sometimes is it bleach blood? <laughs> it's bleach blood did you call them beach blood? Just I there? did yeah uh, <laughs> bleach so. blood see I think beach blood are say it all so I don't know what I've been listening to um, so that's very different from the King Blues. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, so, yeah. Because I saw that he mentioned uh, he'll continue to make music, and it, it might be as Bleach Blood, or yeah. it might be Bleach Blood as a different name. So that's clearly like seems or to be what he needs to do. Beach Blood. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to continue doing music, uh, just maybe as Bleach Blood or as something else, as Chris said. Um, but yeah, he just said he's, uh, he's at that point in his life where the King Blues isn't for him anymore, basically. That's fair enough. So he's going to do, I think his last show's on, we're recording on Wednesday night, and the last show's on the 27th, which is Saturday. So this Saturday coming. So by the time this goes out, actually, it would have been his last show. Okay. okay. Uh, and that's at Ali Pali. And he said he was actually quite pleased about doing that because he's from that part of town. So. Well, I'd be quite pleased about playing that because I'd yeah. <laughs> Anyway, right. what, about, what about you, Jens? You, you guys, you, fans you, of King Blues? I'm going to have to be honest here. I don't really know King Blues. Um, if it's not on Reddit, I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on Reddit, you don't know it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Well, I post our podcast to Reddit every week. So, <laughs> What subreddit are you in, though? Uh, I post it to Pop Punkers and Punk Rock. All oh, right, okay. So, so, so that was an excuse. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so you're not, do, you, do you know him, Phil? Um, I know of them, but apart from like a track I might have seen on TV like a couple of years ago, uh, I've noticed they've like had like a comeback recently. Yeah, yeah. Like, like last last two Fridays ago, they released yeah, yeah, a new yeah. EP. Um, and yeah, Jamie's done that. He's done some shows and decided to. In fact, I got a seven inch of theirs. I just remembered, but yeah? it's a split. I think probably. I can't remember. They do. They've done a lot of EPs in, in over the years. Like they've been going for well over. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. fifteen years now. I think they've been together. Um, so yeah that's weird they'll be interested because they've got they're doing um, as was announced today they're playing at Slam Dunk oh uh, yeah, sure, yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they do I'm assuming like uh, they'll just get another guitarist to replace him but it'll be weird to see a King Blue show without Jamie so yeah I mean no one really seems that bothered <laughs> what are you going to do he's yeah. not bothered you're not bothered <laughs> I, I'm, I'm distraught <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Anton's crying tears of beer <laughs> all right well that's that um i mean while we're on the on the subject of slam dunk uh new or more additions to the lineup were announced yeah who was who was added so uh shikari sound system uh king blues uh amnity affliction moose blood catch 22 Again? catch 22 really yeah uh oh. the word alive no played last time 
No, they didn't. No, I don't think so. Who am I thinking? I definitely would have gone to see them. You're thinking of Cap Down or someone, probably? Nah, someone else. No, <laughs> Do you guys ever get to Slam Dunk? No, I've never been. It's quite fun. <laughs> it's quite fun. That we were once offered an um, opportunity to get on a compilation that was going to be given outside of the venue. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was one of those classic, you know. That was that American. $90. Yeah, yeah, that American oh, label. I, I remember seeing the YouTube <laughs> ad for that. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't fall for that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, yeah, No Wolves and then Chunk, No Captain Chunk, which I think are a weird band. Yeah, I'm not into them. Personally. No, I don't know them. It's They're, quite a pop punk festival, right? Uh, yeah, Slam, yeah, it's it, largely. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff as well, but I think largely. Well, it's, I spent half a day just sitting on this hardcore stage. It's pretty cool. I saw like Comeback Kid and yeah. uh, H2O and Bane, like all in order. All right, so that's pretty cool. There's a bit of everything. There's like a load of bullshit, sort of like metalcore kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, stuff isn't I it? don't really get. Oh man, metalcore. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a little incident on tour, which we might talk about later on if you if you give us an opportunity. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that will definitely happen. Save, yeah. <laughs> save that thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, we said we were going to go, didn't we? Are we still going to go? Slam down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. planning to. I think we should. Yeah, might as well. Probably. That'd be cool. When is that anyway? Uh, it's, it's the second summer. May bank holiday on the Monday. Don't know yeah, to different season shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's three. It's over three days, so it starts off. I think it starts off in Leeds on the Saturday, and then the Sunday's in Birmingham, and then the Sunday is like Hatfield, so just outside of London. So it's pretty much a uh, UK version of Warp Tour. Uh, yeah, it's very so. similar. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, yeah obviously a lot less dates. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That's a fair comparison, they're, though. They're yeah, on like they're like uni campuses and stuff. Hmm. Get the kids while they're young. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that. Um, I think that's it for the news. Really, there's not really much else to say. Uh, Bouncing Souls have oh, yeah, finished sorry. recording the album. You guys, Bouncing Souls fans? Mm, some of the older stuff. Yeah, the older stuff. I can. T- I- I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited for it anyway. And uh, I've been following their updates on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, there's not really been like any. I, when I looked, you can't people, hear like, nothing. You can, you can only, nah. but um. But I was gonna say there's been like I couldn't find any like press about them recording. Nah. It was all just like updates on. Facebook. When was their last album? 2012. Y- you tell me. Yeah, maybe. I think it was. You're the one with his dates, Chris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which one was that? Uh, I can't remember what the album was called, but it had like that song "Coin Toss Girl" on. I remember that was like one of the singles. Super uh, catchy song. Yeah. Um. I feel like the album was called Comet or something like that. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Did they put up Ghost on the Boardwalk? That that was the album before, before 2009, okay. I think that was, yeah. I think that was the last album I uh, okay. got into, yeah. But anyway, I'm looking forward to it. They're recording to tape and stuff. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. I think they're doing it in a studio. They recorded one of the earlier albums as well. So it looks like cool. They're using some retro shit, so... Looking for any- shit. What do you mean by retro shit? <laughs> like vintage and ting. Vintage and ting. Yeah. Sixties. Like yeah. Well, he's, he was using like a sixties microphone and stuff. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. That's the best thing to suit his voice. And Maybe stuff. we should get some of them for the podcast. A sixties microphone or something <laughs> bouncing cells. Uh, just no, the bouncing cells. We'll get them. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be an that. easy booking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> has anyone seen them live before? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. I had the opportunity once, yeah. but I didn't. They're very hit and miss, apparently. What, live? Yeah. You either get a good show or a bad show? Yeah. No, that's some disappointing. Yeah. I've seen them a few times. I'd say they're pretty consistent. Pretty hit. Yep. 
someone else must have got the miss. I tell a lie. Yeah. I think I've seen them at the lockup stage at Reading. Okay, well, I was probably plastered, so I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's something to look forward to. We can discuss that when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Starting Line released their first EP since uh, 2007 was their last release. Direction is their last full length, and they've not done anything in eight years. Wow. Uh, I know, amazing, isn't it? Well, how have they been doing? uh, Well, they were on a hiatus for a long time, but they actually uh, announced they were getting back together in 2011 at Slam Dunk, funnily enough. They announced their reformation in 2011 after a three-year hiatus. What, were they at Slam Dunk? They were playing at Slam Dunk. Oh, they were already playing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Chris, you you suggested this. So do you want to tell us a bit? Yeah, I I didn't suggest it because it was an album, an, an EP I was super excited about. I just saw it happened to come out last Friday. So you're a fan of starting one, though, right? I wouldn't go that far. I um, I certainly enjoyed them back in the day. Um, you know, when Drive Through was in its heyday, uh, they were like one of their decent bands certainly not one of their better bands the first full length had a couple of good songs on I always thought they were kind of overrated in that world though um, yeah so that's kind of my thoughts on that and th- and then their subsequent releases they completely changed their style and I lost interest in them oh. that's so that's kind of my history with the song <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough I mean do you think uh, like what, how, if you were to compare this EP to some of their older stuff which yeah. would you say like the old old stuff or the, or the more recent okay so it's it's different from both. It's actually it, it's closer to what they originally sounded like compared to the that last album you mentioned okay. in 2007 which was completely different. Um so it's kind of like they're trying to do a throwback to it but still try and sound a bit mature and it's just a bit boring, I think. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh me. I, oh. Well, what did I Go think? <laughs> anyone, anyone. It was okay. It wasn't uh what's the song that I really like? Tell me what you thought oh, about from, me. Uh, yeah, Best of Me. Yeah, I like that one. It's, yeah. no, it's nothing, it's nowhere near as good as that, because that's great. Um, <laughs> but it was okay. Didn't blow me away. It wasn't that memorable. I can't, I can't remember nothing about the three songs, really. Yeah, no, that first not. song you said, and I agree, it doesn't even really have a chorus. Does no, it? but I don't know. That sounds like innovation, man. Well, well, not having no a chorus. chorus. Oh, I don't think yeah. it's intentional. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it. there is yeah. one there. It just uh, doesn't. It doesn't spring sh- out. It doesn't yeah. shine out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a bit the same as you. I was. I've not really listened to the starting line before. Yeah. And it that EP sort of didn't do anything for me. No, I mean certainly. If, if, it's an if, all. It's an all right collection of songs. Like I think they're good songwriters. That's a nice, but, nice review, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's an all right collection. Of songs. I think the problem is like they've they've 
they've been back together since 2011. It's now 2016. They've had five years. And they've they, done nothing. This since is the first release. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, I, I kind of song feel like... Song a year? Sorry, a song a year. Song a year. <laughs> Not even Basically. that. Um, yeah, you, you kind of would have thought you'd get a bit of a better effort from them. I, I, would, I would certainly say as an introduction to the starting line, if you say you've never listened to them before, yeah. this EP would be a poor choice for that. Uh, it was all right, but I'm not yeah. going to go rushing back to it. And what about you guys? Like, you I, think, listen? I think I Anton listened, listened. Yeah, to it. I, I listened to it. Um, did, did, were you a fan of them in any way, shape, or form beforehand? Um, I was definitely not a fan before this morning. Um, <laughs> in the morning, I, I became a uh, um, an appreciator. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of a band that does good decent music. Um, okay, you know, it's it's like it's kind of weird uh, criticizing uh, bands where you can hear in the production. It's done quite well uh, yeah. when you're in a band that, well, <laughs> let's just say, still still finding its feet and uh, yeah, sound. Sure. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's you know, it's it's not for example like uh, the first time I heard Timeshares and I was like, yeah. fucking hell, that's good. And then I just couldn't stop listening to the album over uh, bearable. Yeah. Um, here I heard heard the song was nice, nice little rhythm in the background while I'm doing my own daily sh- daily stuff. Um, but uh, I think I think the thing that got me excited the most in the beginning was when I saw where they're from, Philadelphia. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there's a few good bands. Yeah. Me. The East Coast scene is like really really good these days. Yeah. You know we we've got um, got a lot of up and coming bands, established bands, which, which are really good from that from that side. So when you when you see those names, uh, you kind of start to think, okay, well, there's a reason why they've been mentioned, you know, by people because they must be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it was all right. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, it wasn't anything mind blowing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I, like, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say for uh, me, it's just a good collection of songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apart, but apart from that, it wasn't anything to write home about. I don't think. How many stars out of seven? Out of seven, we did yeah. out of seven. I uh, three. Okay. Who does out of seven? I do. It's <laughs> his new thing. I'm giving it two. Two stars, yeah. Two out of seven, yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm disappointed about that because I was kind of looking forward to having like, a, yeah, he's a really good band, but it was just, yeah. In case they do listen to this, to this podcast, yeah, I just, yeah, just want to say, don't give up and <laughs> <laughs> continue what you're doing, but <laughs> yeah. maybe a bit sooner than uh, eight years. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing for me. Like I said, like it seems like a long time to uh, to then only put out. That. Le- less is more sometimes. Well, this wasn't. No. <laughs> Don't fucking talk to us about the last We've got a history of, of, of certain, of that kind of approach to songwriting. I mean, I, I don't even want to say when the official band started, so, but that's not, that's not I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> uh, what about you, Phil? Did you, have, did you listen to I it? I didn't listen to it, no. Did, I'm a bad you, boy. Do you have any history with the starting line? Uh, I remember when they were kind of big, like you said, drive through era yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. but they were just a band that I never really kind of bothered to get into for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. They're pretty emo, weren't they? Yeah, I dug all that. Yeah, the but they, they they were never as good as like Midtown or Newfound Glory or Alistair, even in my opinion. I think like, they because obviously they're the best. obvious comparisons. You know? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, they, yeah, for sure. I agree. But best of me is a wicked song. <laughs> yes, you keep play, saying play that now right. in the background. Yeah, not not the new <laughs> shit. Best of me. Right. Yeah. Fuck can, it. Let's play that instead. Tell me what you thought about when you.
can we it. talk about Creeper? Let's talk about Creeper. I was much more excited about this EP. It's a. Are you guys big Creeper fans? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Are you not? I don't love no, it. Not really. I no, it. I don't. It's not. It's not that I dislike them. But no. I, 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 I felt this 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 part of the the podcast would be controversial. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I again, this is a band. It depends that what I've, you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd I'd not again not heard Creeper before, but I've. From the minute this EP started, yeah, part, yeah. there's a bit. Happen? Can I just say there's a big creeper hype train yeah, going around yeah. the scene thing, at the minute? I'm one of the few. Yeah, right. Um, um, they've yeah. got a really. So good, I, I think sorry, Quinn's about to say he he jumped on board that train. With I, I, I'm on board that train <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. I got. I mean, apart from the like the re- the really wanky intro, <laughs> okay, like yeah. it's like a minute of yeah, whatever. that was kind of weird. It's pretty um, Metallica that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a huge fan of wanky intros. I just want you to get straight to the fucking meat of the song. But uh, after that, I, I absolutely loved it. It's like each track is distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, has its own sound. Uh, and is enjoyable in different ways and I love each and every one of them they've like as everyone does they've pinched from a lot of good artists and they've got a good, a good sound but uh, doesn't really do doesn't really do speak to me straight away but I totally get it and I get why they're very successful totally it's Epitaph right? No, uh, it's Road, Road Runner. Oh shit! Yeah. I thought they got time to Epitaph. No. I was hearing a lot of like My Chemical Romance in the vocals. Yeah, totally, around. totally. Yeah, there are, there's like MCR. There's like AFI. Yes, yeah. bit uh, of Alkaline Trio. Bit of, bit of Smoking yeah. Popes. Yeah, bit of Misfits. That's just like borrowing from all those bands. Yeah. What, what? How do you feel about Creeper? You guys? Are you? Well, <laughs> when their first EP came out, like yeah. it was like a I don't know a bit over a year ago. Yeah, um, they had like a free download, and I think people were getting quite into it. And I was quite into it; I like, quite liked it. Mm. Um, funny story: we, we actually were naive enough to try and ask them to play our EP release show, which is like <laughs> a year ago. Uh, well, Jan- last January, basically. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, they, we never heard back from them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, to, to put it in context, I mean, this was our first EP ever, and uh, we are nobody. And we're like, but it's oh, nice you to offer them. You know. like, we hey. thought they were like, you know, they just put out an EP, so you know, they might be cool to you know come hang out. But well, it, it's interesting actually Nothing. on that subject because uh, the the, I, I, the singer and I think one of the other guys used to be in a band called Our Time Down Here. Yeah, and like, we we played with them once before, and like. And like he was really complimentary about like my band afterwards, and then I used to speak to him a little bit, and we were arranging the show and stuff, and he was really receptive. He was like, "Yeah, just let's do this." And then like we went quiet for a bit, and then by the time we came back with our new stuff, it's when Creeper had just formed. So I reached out to him again. Never heard anything. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, fame. He, might, fame. he yeah. might have changed his email. Do they have a PR team now? I should think. Oh, so. I should. Yeah, because I, I, the, I, at this point, I would say because yeah. I because I would imagine you have to go over a couple of firewalls before you actually get to the people in the band. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, um, no, but like my interaction was all like through Facebook. I, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, on Facebook you can see someone's read the message. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. um, are they made up of a few different bands, or is it just? Uh, there's one or two different room bands like okay. obviously as I mentioned our time down here and there's definitely another band that one or two of the other guys yeah. hang, the, hang the Bastard I think they were called okay oh, I recognise that band name like it's very good and it's like it's well made good sound yeah totally yeah, yeah. And, I, and also like it's obviously they, they've got massive really quickly and they've got a, get, they've got a very good logo <laughs> they do have a cool yeah. logo oh, yeah. and that's really important as, as a brand 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is recognisable. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I've seen kids wearing like their patches on their jackets and stuff. Yeah. So There's a lot of leather as well. Yeah. Was, they all wear a lot of leather, which I like. <laughs> like, uh, were they always into leather when, when you knew of them before Creeper? Um, the, the Our Time Down Here side, yeah, I would say they were, it was kind oh, of so like, it was like they had a gothic element. So it's, gen- band, it's, yeah. it's genuine. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cool. not like, let's just go for this now <laughs> after we were doing the street punk thing before. Guys, <laughs> kids love leather. Show, 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 show your bulge <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll fucking lap it up yeah but I like in that it's not terrible it's kind of decent it's not I don't think it's particularly great but oh, I the, the, I've, I've seen worse UK bands doing really well you know that pisses yeah. me off and it, it, yeah, I, it sure. doesn't piss me off to see names, these guys doing names, well names names <laughs> <laughs> on the spot yeah, yeah. like have you ever heard that band as it is are they pop punk yeah yeah a lot of shitty pop punk bands do really well in this country, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- there's an example. I think they're going to listen there's to this. Uh, if they do, oh, fuck. fuck that, you. Uh, Chris has got his own podcast. Where he, just <laughs> <selects bands. laughs> he just he he just names bands and then just like a tirade of insults. <laughs> names another band and just a tirade of insults. Welcome to Chris's shit parade. <laughs> I feel they're a bit gimmicky going back to Creeper. I think that's that's kind of what's taken okay. me away from them from when I originally liked their first EP. Plus, right. like they keep releasing new EPs every like couple of months. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of that's a, an album. that's a label thing. I think for me, they keep they just keep they they break a lot of bands by keep milking them. Yeah, yeah, they break a lot of bands just by also th- next also, record, next record. I also think it's a bit of a money thing because like bands, you can, it's really expensive to do a full length album to do it well, but you can easily record four tracks. I think quite easily and put out an EP and then if you that if that can then fund the next EP like six months later I think what it is is it uh, when you're like that sort of on that sort of label you've got to keep people interested and unless yeah. you're doing bullshit YouTube things to get you know like interviews and covers and stuff that people watch clickbait shit to try and be a serious band you've got to knock out records I guess for people yeah. to buy I think maybe it's like an attention span thing as well these days. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, you can easily forget about a band like that, can't you? If yeah. Not put out You're not gonna. Recently. You might not listen to a ten track record, but a five track you can easily get through. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. yeah, it gets you to the bus stop, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so do you think this? But like a year from now, they're just gonna be insanely big. Do you think they're? Just I mean, they're on Roadrunner already. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. They're. All, I just looked. They got like ten thousand likes and shit on Facebook. So I think that if yeah. they continue all that to track, there'll be at least like, I reckon like hundreds. Okay, this time you reckon okay I think well, the way yeah. it's grown come back come back at the end of February 2007 <laughs> yeah, see how that's it's done my prediction yeah <laughs> uh, okay well everyone's kind of uh, got fairly good things to say about it um, it's, I mean there's absolutely no fault in doing everything you can to grow I mean there's a band, everybody wants to become big for sure oh not at all yeah. so, there's no shame in that and they're, they're, they're not they're not being dishonest at all are they no no they're not like oh uh, let's just get Pitbull on it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though I must admit I haven't seen them live yet, but I do want to have, make a point of seeing them at least once live because yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of good reviews. Uh, which I always question: Is it just simply PR hype train, as you say, sure. yeah. or you get people saying very nice things about you? I think there was one uh, show they did in uh, Old Blue Last or Black Heart. Which one was that? I, th- I think it was Old Underworld. Blue, oh, no, 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 before that. Basically, it was, and uh, the person writing the article was like saying, "If you, if you, if this, this is one of those shows where you're gonna you're gonna talk about in like thirty years and say." 
I was there that day, and I was like thinking to myself, "It's been much, isn't it?" I mean, is it really that that good? Have they reinvented the wheel? Like, yeah, it's like judging by the EP, definitely not. (laughs) No, they haven't. But I think they've done something that a lot of kids, like now, won't have heard for a while. Yeah, thing like you say with like the Misfits or with AFI. Yeah. Um, to them, to like the younger generation, that is going to be new. That be, kind of yeah. that that cross of like gothic punk, which I think they do fantastic. They'll be a gateway band. Yeah, they will be a gateway band, and then these kids go back and discover like, those other bands like My Chemical Romance and and all that shit. Mm. Um, yeah, because I think A A Five for me were how to, how I got to the Misfits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just one last thing about Creepers, you know, offer still stands if you want the burnt Playing with you, just give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have a, 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 an EP show coming up soon you'll split you can see if you can get them to, uh, to come out and play that there you go <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely yeah definitely, we'll, definitely. we'll have burnt tape sketchy and, uh, and we'll leave them wear leather and yeah <laughs> yeah man that'd be awesome couple of cans of red stripe in the fridge for creeper just for their time <laughs> 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 oh excellent uh, I was, just one more thing before we go on I just want to talk about my favourite song that uh, Black Mass oh yeah I, I think part of the reason I like that was because it seems to go through like three or four different genres of music like as the song sort of goes on starts off like punky and then you get to like that bridge that's kind of like feels like a bit of a musical with that swing to it um and then sort of comes out the other end like really rocky and stuff they just do yeah i think they they sort of they they blend everything together seamlessly and it doesn't well, I don't think that's breaking that many boundaries. In that it's song. not breaking many boundaries, no. But it's, a lot of bands try it and fail miserably. They've just they seem to just do it seamlessly. Is my point. Alright. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. I, well, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was a bit cheesy that bit. Where it breaks into uh, like uh, Dion and the Belmonts. Type. <laughs> <laughs> Who I like. Not, no, yeah, not nearly as good as them. No, I like Dion and the Belmonts yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, I thought that bit was a bit, bit cheesy. But it's quite a poppy record, really. Yeah, it is quite a poppy record for what it is. Yeah. I think it would be easier to get into it if you never heard the previous uh, release. Yeah, yeah. Because like, well, I heard the original EP and I liked it a lot. Yeah. You know, especially, yeah. especially the second it's song. It's really catchy. Yeah. The, 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 the second song on that EP, Creeper, was like something, one, probably one of my, not my favorites, but so, something that I would include in my playlist if I was doing something. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. I would enjoy listening to while walking down in the park. Um, but I was supposed to. Someone they didn't know about this. They would hear this. What are you doing like, in the park? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what time was it? <laughs> <laughs> now, so so yeah. Was it le- wearing leather or was it leather? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Actually, to be honest, that the leather waistcoat. I did, I, did, I did have a part of my youth when I was into leather. Not pants, but jackets. I was into leather, leather jackets. jackets. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had one of them stupid. Studied things. Oh yes. Oh, studied studied. Yeah, everyone's had one of them. Right? Yeah. Oh shit, man! Have you been in a mosh pit with someone with a studded leather jacket? Oh, Fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, we're we're playing um in Coventry in January with uh, GBH and uh, obviously. Oh shit. <laughs> obviously, the people in the crowd were a little bit old school. Yeah. We're talking about. We were, we were a little out of place. We were yeah, a little out of place. Um, and there was there's one dude who was like wearing a studded studded leather jacket, right? And uh, he was moshing like moshing, like grinding moshing. Yeah. And uh, and I was moshing too, but as soon as he got involved. At one point, I remember he was like going for me, so I put my hands out, and he fucking just smashed into my bare hands with his spikes. And I'm like, Ouch. "Fuck, yeah, 
And I'm like, this, this, this is just... That's health and safety. That's health and safety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the EU? I would, have, I would have asked for a timeout. Have a, have a polite word. <laughs> yeah. Put him in the corner. Yeah, take your jacket off, mate. You sit in the corner. What, uh, where in Coventry was this? Uh, the Arches? Was that the call the name? Yeah, the Arches. Uh, the yeah, Arches, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not where I've played. I've played some, like... You probably played the Rico Arena with some boy <laughs> yeah. band. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a uh, like, uh, working man's club type thing. Uh-huh. It had, like, two stages in it, which was weird. There like, two oh. different rooms of stages. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, this this one was put on by um, um, I think called up uh, Fargo Punks and Re- oh, okay. Re- 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 I don't know if you ever heard of them, but no. yeah, I, rec- I recognize the name. Yeah, they they do quite a lot of stuff uh, in the Midlands in general. Yeah, uh, usually in commentary, but also outside of commentary. Uh, really yeah. nice, really nice fellas. So How did you end up on a bill with GBH then? Because like I say that was really out of place with that. Like uh, they called Creeper, didn't get an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but tapes. Who do you go to next? GBH. <laughs> No, we, we we didn't get uh, on it through GBH. We uh, basically in the early part of our band, uh, two, two years ago, uh, we kind of just did a lot of groundwork on uh, getting to know the scene around the UK, getting yeah. to know people, getting getting to know names, research, yeah. loads of hours into messaging, emails, you know, and uh, some of it paid off in the end. And um, I sort of caught caught the attention of these Fargo punks uh, group and uh, they said like okay yeah we'll, we'll get you something for you because I like I like your sound and uh, yeah a year later they're like do you want to play in January with GBH and I'm like why yeah, the fuck why the fuck not you know what yeah. I, I got nothing else to do that's pretty <laughs> sick that's pretty cool so so if anything here's a little message to all those aspiring punks out there do your fucking leg work yeah you got it man do the grind don't yeah. expect it to come fucking come to you on the plate <laughs> it's nice that there's other outlets by MySpace now. thing then for new releases bad ideas uh release a new song today yes called give up should we talk about how we get to know about that yeah. uh well they emailed us so they're the first <laughs> yeah. the first people of what we hope will be more yeah uh, send us stuff and ask us to review it and have a chat about it yeah yeah and i'm that pleased cool. and i'm fucking pleased you did because i think your band's fucking ace yeah yeah i was so songs, pleased that we liked the it. songs <laughs> really really good as well yeah Do you guys know bad ideas yeah, I actually played with them once. Oh, wicked. Yeah, apparently okay. I've played with them, I found out. I, didn't, I do not remember. <laughs> oh, okay, so anyone can just fucking play with them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, special. we're special. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, apparently there was, it was something to do with the new cross and someone dressed as the Cookie Monster, but other than that, I... Okay. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was brilliant. Like, first listen, uh, not heard the band at all, but um, I was a bit framed by the singer's voice. Wasn't expecting that kind of voice in the, the punk scene I guess or punk English punk band yeah um, but I got to the chorus started getting into it listened to it a few more times and I fucking love it really cool band kind of hot water music 
Um, just decent, really decent. Fucking driving baseline, just really good. My kind of thing. I dug it. And what was it with Vice premiering their track? Yeah, Vice premiered yeah. today. Yeah. Noisy. Uh, so yeah, but what did you think about that, this Chris? Uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. First listen, I just thought, like, it was cool, but like not my thing at all. Like, I thought it was. Yeah. It didn't really grab me. Uh, I thought it reminded me of like Joyce Manor or something. Um, yeah, but that's then a, that's a good comparison. I uh, played it another couple of times, like before we started tonight, and it was starting to grow on me. Yeah. It's like. Like I went from like oh, this is cool, not really my thing, to like oh, this is I could you know yeah this could make it onto my iPod, you know. It definitely, it's definitely <laughs> made me want to listen to a lot more of their yeah their stuff. oh for sure. Um, and then, I mean this this is a the and I'm very happy to support them on this like yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, I mean I'm the same as you. I I well both sort of I think I sit between both of you. Like you absolutely love it. You were apprehensive, but have Initially, to enjoy yeah. it. I I've just enjoyed it and have stayed there like, yeah, it's yeah. a really cool song like, I think um, it's uh, it's kind of got everything that I want in a in a track it's sort of upbeat it's fun yeah uh, it's got a cool uh, like the lyrics quite cool like, I think I was reading that um, it was about like the singers so he had like a really bad start to the year last year and he just wrote about it and that's okay. that's the theme what um, did you guys think when you played with them um, overall I think they're really good I haven't heard this new song but I think they're one of the more quality bands on the UK scene. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're on paper and plastic, right, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. which is impressive. When, think, when did you play with them? Uh, oh, last year in Montague Arms. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I don't remember the full lineup. It was like Hogwash from France played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Hogwash. Did Cement Matters play? Cement Matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cement I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, it was a, yeah. yeah, I really liked them. And the, and the guy, I think, is a singer. He's called Chris. Yes, Chris. Yeah, he's the one who emailed you, he right? He's the guy that yeah. emailed me. He's, yeah. I think he's a really safe guy. He runs, I think, Rookie PR. Rookie PR, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he seems very helpful. Okay. Very open to helping other bands on the scene, so yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's nice, man. And you don't, you don't feel intimidated when you talk to them. It's really, really pleasant. Yeah. Any leather? Leather. <laughs> <laughs> no leather, unfortunately. As long as it's artificial, because we don't, conde- uh, we don't sure. uh, support killing of animals for leather. No. There's a thing on the news about that the other day. What's it? What was that? Still one of those articles they have. Okay, as opposed to news, what? <laughs> uh, Short stories. Just generally, like silent films. Oh, okay, right, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. I mean, I think <coughs> named after an alkaline trio lyric as well, which is it is named after two an thumbs trio. up for that. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think it's cool, and uh, I encourage everyone to go out and listen to. Them. Is there? Yeah. A release or anything? Uh, no. Well, this is the thing. As far as I can tell, uh, it's just a single for now. But I imagine there's going to be a release coming up at some point. They're doing a tour, though, right? They have got a tour. Yes, they are playing in Brighton. Uh, they're playing throughout March. I won't go through all the dates, but they've just got tell, like, us, tell us when they're playing in London, because this is a London-based podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing in Tilburg on the 26th of uh, March. That's not in London. It's not in London. No, uh, they're playing in London on the 6th of March. 6th of March at the Tootin Tram and Social. The classic venue, yeah. And then they're, they're doing sticky mics in Brighton on the fourth of March. Yeah. So I imagine that's going to be a, be a better atmosphere. And then they're off to Europe with the Lion and the Wolf. I think. Yes, I they're off to yeah. London with the Lion and Wolf, who are playing here at Hoxton, as we mentioned in the last podcast, yeah. in a couple of weeks. So that's cool.
Burnt tapes. Wagwan. What's up? Hello. Do you, do you want to lead this, Darren? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, so you guys just come back off tour. We have, yeah. The European States. And how was that? It's pretty hard to sum up in, in just a few words, but... You've got all where, the time in the world, mate. Where did you get? Where did you go? Where did you get to? Uh, we started in France. We played four dates there. Um, then we headed down to Italy. And that's where our metalcore story comes into. Oh, yeah. oh nice. It's, can I just ask, was this the first time you done any kind of European show I don't think it is the UK. this actually isn't um, it's the second time we went under the radar last year in May we were pretty underground really underground I mean as in like we, I watched we, the uh, compilation YouTube thing on that that was fun <laughs> <laughs> not, not a new point uh, no it could have been on that you have to really dig there like. yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry, we just we just tagged all our videos in new porn, like you know, some really obscene shit, even though nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, that's one way to get your music heard, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. With a bunch of perverts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah. So we went through Italy, then up to Switzerland and uh, Germany, ending up with our favorite place in well, Belgium, because we had a lot of experience in the past playing in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, where in Belgium was it? This time it was in Genk. Okay. Okay. In a youth house. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they really do youth houses well in Europe. Yeah, yeah. really well. Like, um, you go there, you get taken care of so fucking well. Yeah, we had, we actually had this discussion on the last podcast about just how well yeah, European yeah, yeah. promoters treat bands in gym compared to like, I mean, not that all UK promoters are shit, but a lot of them aren't as good as I think the, the venues promoters. don't help. Yeah, yeah, the other venues don't help it. Yeah, but I don't. I, that just so you know, we had that conversation. Yeah, yeah European yeah, promoters know, yeah. are phenomenal. No, yeah, so we won't get into it too much. Um, this tour, this particular one, was an upgrade on the last one because the last one was really sort of like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just managed to source some uh, shows from people that thought we were good enough. We played in a shed. Yeah, we put in someone's shed in the, in the garden. Well, the, 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 the first time. Yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, so that was quite interesting. Um, but this time around, we took our time. We already had people that we knew we could go to who said last time they couldn't do it because they were busy. Okay. But this time, it's like we gave them a lot of notice, so they were cool with it. Yeah. Um, much better turnouts uh, than the last one. Uh, I think we were averaging like maybe six people in the last two. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, played, we played one to nobody. Yeah. It was like a practice. It was uh, a practice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> free practice. Yeah, yeah. We got free Wait. burgers and uh, free beers all day, though, so that was pretty good. Uh, that, was, that was the last tour, yeah. Was so there was there just no one there for the entire night, or was there just no one there for you guys? There were, there were people eating and having dinner, and I think being bothered by the loud music created by us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on this, on this one, what was the average, would you say, at most shows? 20 to 30? Yeah, I mean, they're a pretty small yeah, venue, so they get yeah. nicely compacted, that's good, like little though, cafes. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you cannot go wrong with a nice, compact venue. I mean, yeah. uh, I, know, I know of a few in London. Um, one to name is probably Deptford Vinyl. I don't know if you ever heard of that venue. Deptford Vinyl? Uh, it rings a bell. Personally. Yeah, it's, it's down, actually, very close to New Cross Inn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, small venues, they just make everything so much more. Yeah. You know, more intense, intense. Yeah, intense, yeah, yeah. intense, yeah. intense. Yeah, you feel, you feel closer. There's, you can't escape, right? No. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure you can relate to if you know if you play in a band that there's yeah. absolutely nothing more sapping of enthusiasm than seeing a big fucking empty spot on the on the in the front of the stage yeah. with people just standing back, way back, and you can't even see who the hell there is. You know, yeah. Who's there. I remember playing like uh, I think it's called the Dome now, but when it was Boston Music Arms or whatever. If, 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 Played there or been there before? Uh, like we saw Reviver recently. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, played yeah. there in October or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but we played there to like three people once, and that was kind yeah. Of, I've done that. Uh, at the <laughs> I mean, that's just it, it was a poorly promoted venue, really. Like right. it was one of those places where it was kind of like turn up and do the promotion yourself, kind of thing. Um, and it's just yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. one of those places. Um, so, uh, like, where, have, uh, where's your favourite place to play in Europe? Like, have you got a mm, well, favourite city or favourite? Yeah, area? I mean, I think probably Freiburg. Yeah, Freiburg. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you ever heard of a place called KTS. Um, a lot of sort of European um, DIY bands of sort of like medium level uh, go through it, and it's quite very popular. Uh, wonderful people. It's a squad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but it's not really a squat exactly. In the in the kind of maybe English sense, it's like it's basically an abandoned building that the government kind of let some kids like you. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. There's one of them in in Slovenia. It's like a, a an abandoned. I think it might have been an avatar at one point. But it's it's just all these like old stone buildings that are clearly part of what a, a farm or something. And yeah, like Friday night, it's just every building is like a different genre of music. And you just go and like hang out and just like drink outside and then just go and watch a band or listen to some club music or whatever and just like chill out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, can you imagine a squad here in in the UK or at least London where you can actually go safely? Say, you know, you sit in there and enjoy your time without worrying about you know. With like a, pro- it's got a, it's got a properly run bar, you know, but it's like you yeah, know, it's like one euro for a beer or something, and it's just like everyone's having a good time. They, they oh, that's really cool. food and they've got like a, one room with some sleeping um, bunk beds, so all the bands can crash in there. Yeah. Next day, just get up and, and so is that what you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we played this is we played there last time. We played there this time. Actually, yeah. the first time we played there. Anton and our drummer, he they got completely trashed, <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably the worst show we ever played. But uh, it was, it was oh, a, we were trashed before the show. It was, yeah, it was embarrassing. We got there super early, and it's free beers. And we were like excited first tour, and uh, our drummer man. doesn't even remember the show. Our, our drummer was wearing fucking novelty huge sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, how the fuck do you drum and come fucking see where you? He you're was hitting? basically like getting naked, you know, as the, yeah. as the show went on. He was taking his shirt and <laughs> t-shirt off because he was getting hot. Some reason they, they let us come back and play. I think we played much better this time. But yeah, they were probably expecting a show, and then uh, they're just yeah, really yeah, disappointed yeah. that you just went <laughs> up the stage and just played your songs and then went Normally, away again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that, that was fucking amazing. Though I must say, France this is the first time we ever played in France, and I was very very pleasantly surprised by uh, how oh, yeah. fucking awesome it is as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we all have stereotypes about people and uh, French people <laughs> being a bit more so like, <laughs> but no, 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 we was completely opposite. When, where when where I, did you get to in France? Did you say you played four dates in France? Four dates, yeah. We yeah. Uh, So we started off in Lille, which was basically geographically sensible yeah, path yeah, yeah. with Lille, uh, then down to Strasbourg, which had a more of a sort of a Germanic uh, kind of approach yeah, to yeah, it. Of course, yeah. um, then down to uh, Grenoble, yeah. uh, which is probably our busiest show. Uh, it was a Sunday as well it was a Valentine's Day so I was, oh, okay. I was very yeah, surprised nice. people showed up for that um, and then uh, down towards the south uh, just uh, a town called Fréjus just outside of Nice yeah um, Monday night show wasn't packed at all but the owner was so enthusiastic and the whole atmosphere just smelled of like sort of like Planet, uh, Planet, uh, Planet Hollywood uh, hard Rock Cafe. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. I mean, he, he he had light installations which you probably would have Guns N' Roses play with. <laughs> but it's like awesome. this tiny little like building awesome. in like yeah, a, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere, really. That's but, cool. That's no, cool. But it was it was a real vavavoom moment. Yeah. Yeah, man, that sounds nice. 
Yeah, so Milan was super awkward though because we had like. Oh, a, yeah. Didn't you get your show get cancelled or yes. something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the Facebook oh, update there. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so yeah, talk our, us through that. Our show got cancelled um, one day before the fucking show. Yeah, so oh, we were meant. To, it was meant yeah. to be like a house show, I think, and something right. happened with the promoter and it can go ahead. So we just started like bombarding people from Italy that we kind of knew or didn't even know. Yeah. Um, for a show, and in the end, um, it was it was super weird because like we kept getting messages from people saying, "I've heard you guys are playing in Italy." And then when we try to contact people who are actually promoting the show, they heard nothing about it. They heard it. nothing about it. <laughs> uh, right. And we get back to the other people and we were like, well, who did you speak to? And they were like, I don't know. I just saw on a message board that you guys were playing here. So we were like, what can we do? We'll just turn up. Uh, we turned up and the guy thought, didn't even know who we were. And initially he thought we were this Danish band that was meant to play. And he's like, okay, cool guys. Glad you're here. You know, unload your back line, you know, get it all set up. And we were yeah. like, oh, they want to use our back line. That's kind of weird because the other two bands were pretty big. Yeah. Unlo- oh, right. We unload yeah. our back line. Um, and then the Danish band rolls up. And the guy's like, like, fuck you. Yeah, the guy was like, who the, who the hell are you guys? <laughs> yeah. Um, and he didn't even know who we were. He, it was the first he'd heard about it. But he was like, okay, if you guys want, you can play. So we played, but it was like, a really like it was m- like deathcore metal night yeah. or something. Oh, there was a lot, right. there was a, there was a lot of in, in, incomprehensible um, singing going on. I, I have no <laughs> idea what it's, we're singing about. <laughs> it was pretty heavy. And, they they uh, just sound very angry. Um, what they're a, not. That's the thing. They've got nothing to be angry about. <laughs> well, what, one of the bands we we looked we looked into them because we, we were quite intrigued, and the, their description on Facebook was something like music that makes you want to kill yourself. Oh, lovely. It's I'm pretty much how you felt with a collection well. of songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what the fan retention with all the killing going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that was a that was a little bit of a surprise to us. Um, and even though we're thankful we got the show, I really think it was a bad idea <laughs> okay. to put us on. How, yeah. how were you received by the crowd and by the other bands? You were probably emo, right? <laughs> Almost, <laughs> yeah. If you were crying. Um, in the beginning there was a bit of a crowd by the end of it there was pretty much no one (laughs) (laughs) though mind you it was one of those like shows where you had an open door and people just could go outside for a smoke and Italians smoke like chimneys so they could have been they didn't like us or they could have just needed a cigarette to get through the night yeah sure cool alright so uh, you're back in the UK now like you've got uh, talk us through this split that you've got coming up with Sketchy how did that come about how did it come about? Well, the idea of a split with an American band came about, I think, with uh, this dream of making it in the US. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, actually, I, I don't fucking remember what, what we were thinking about, but we, we, we always wanted to make intros into the US somehow. You know? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, so Plus we're lazy, so we always want to do a split because it's like two, three tracks max. There you go. Yeah, 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 it takes yeah, like yeah. six months to write one song. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, so we thought if we want to go to the US, we're gonna need some, some backup, so to yeah. speak. You know, like we we need a reason to go to the US because at the moment, I mean, we hardly anyone knows us here in the UK. So who the fuck is gonna care about us <laughs> in the US? I don't know about that. Man. Oh come on, you're just being nice. <laughs> I, I like you. I like you. <laughs> yeah, you don't really know him yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically, once when it, when it came down to um, choosing a band to go with, uh, we turned to our little uh, Facebook of contacts. Well, it started actually a bit before that because we we got a track on this US compilation. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, and that's kind of where we got like a contact from the US, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this very nice girl called Laura, Lauren Mills. Um, she contacted us saying she was putting together this like charity compilation. Um, it's got quite a few big bands on, like Off With Their Heads Jeff Rosenstock stuff like that and, oh, okay. and like, well, 
do you want to put a track on there and we were like yeah sure so so we did that um, which track did you do South of Motherboy I don't know it by name I'm sure I'll know it to hit it, we put out on scene your scene it's not been released or anything oh okay. per right. se but oh, it basically that's it, why you don't yeah if you, there, if there you have, if, if you it's heard, a b-side if you haven't heard our EP then that's probably the only song you have heard because it's the only one that's been released <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically we got in touch with her and we were like, do you know anyone from the US who might be interested in putting out a split because we're pretty up for doing one? And she was like, talk to these guys. Um, this band from New York called Sketchy who yeah. who, who are pretty good. Uh, they're kind of like, you know, Iron Sheik um, style. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, they, they were looking for someone to do a split with and yeah, they seem quite cool. So we're, we're putting that together at the moment. Yeah, we heard uh, some of the songs, and uh, a lot of the songs are con- uh, about like whiskey and drinking, which cool. is right right down our alley. Yeah, you know. you've got songs about yeah. whiskey and drinking. It's relatable. So. Nice. Uh, and by the way, this is not a fucking gimmick. We do drink a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having any phonies on here. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, uh, so it's it it's actually pretty lucky that it's such a good match in the end because you never know you you might get in touch with someone and you get to know them and then you realize you're a bunch of douchebags and well, nothing to do with you yeah. and you wasted wasted the fucking weeks of talking and trying to get it together but these guys are really sound the uh, the recent I think they're going to play uh, a cool show with Descendants and Iron Sheik as well in the oh, US wow. punk rock bowling I think. Yeah. Punk rock yeah. oh really yeah. oh wow yeah. okay so um, we didn't know about that either so that's cool man so it's like jackpot yeah so yeah. it's great yeah. to be associated with it, them. is that is the split out it's not out yet. Not out yet. No. It's, 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 it'll be out before that gig. Oh. Get that shit on the merch table, man. The thing is, is like, um, we're not really sure how we should release. Obviously, we're going to put out a disconnect, disconnect. Oh, um, if it goes out on vinyl. John Allen. Yeah, John yeah, Allen. Yeah. Mini discs. Yeah, mini discs, probably. <laughs> yeah, or floppy discs. Yeah. Cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> or just yeah. get like a USB stick. Yeah. yeah. That's the nice punk rock thing. Baby, Um, so how did you guys meet where did the band start that kind of shit that's a that's a really long story but I'll condense it for you um, we actually all met in Greece because okay. that's where oh, yeah. we're mostly from yeah if you didn't know we're actually from Greece we're not from England no shit yeah uh, <laughs> when you say mostly from and I apologise because you have like told me this before when we've met before but Remind me. Yeah, so basically we, we all met in Greece and we obviously all lived there. Our drummer is is English, but mm-hmm. he used to live in Greece. And I met him um, back in like nursery. We went to nursery in Greece together. Okay. Um, okay. And then at some point he, when he was still quite young, he moved back to, to the UK. Um, and then in high school, I met Pan, uh, who's our guitarist. Yep. And, um, Go, uh, glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. glass boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then we met we met Anton, who also who came, moved to our high school like a couple of years later. Right, and um, we all just started we all started jamming together. Um, but finding a drummer was always a massive problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at one point we had a guy who was like, "Yeah, yeah, I just bought some new drums." Turned out he couldn't play drums. And we found a guy who <laughs> could play drums but didn't have any drums. Okay. Uh, and then we found some other guys who were like into like hard rock and heavy metal, and that didn't really work out. 
Um, so we were just kind of like really messing around. In the back of my mind, though, I always had Joe, who who was sure. who I was still in contact with, and he over time he actually started learning drums himself. So um, I knew that he was here in England, and he yeah. he was he was pretty fucking good. So um, I think one summer um, he he came to Greece um, to hang out, and that was the first time we we all got together um, in this small studio. So in, what when was this roughly? Ooh, this was 2005? No, earlier than that. 2005, no, 2005, I think. Was Around it? 2005? Hell, so it was earlier than that. Back a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it was literally for the first, those after 2005 and for the next like three or four years, it was literally like we would just jam for like a few weeks in the summer yeah. when we'd all get together. That, at this point, we'd all moved to the UK and we went to university here, um, but we, we were quite far away from each other, so... We, we would just send each other uh, digital... Uh, yeah. snippets of uh, ideas yeah um, and love confessions <laughs> <laughs> photos at, at which point did, did you both move to the UK uh, I moved uh, one year before the, the Pan and uh, Phil because I'm one year older than them okay so I used to be that kid that couldn't have any friends in his own grade so I had to you prayed on the little ones I prayed, <laughs> I, I prayed on the younger kids yeah, <laughs> yeah so then uh, the university years obviously took us quite a while um but I think in 2010 was when we all moved to London. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we all managed to like kind of find ourselves again in London in around 2010. Still took us a fucking long time to get into gear, but yeah. uh, it does, right? once we did, it was not stopping us. I mean, that's that's crazy that you've that you've been kind yeah. of like on and off working together for nearly for over 10 years now. And it's only really about the last two years that you've solidly been working as a band, but you've not ever let that sort of dissuade you from doing it. That those those sort of few years where you were kind of friends, you just get together and jam and do stuff and sort of fall away again. It's eventually it's finally all come together. And you're just like, right, we're gonna fucking do this and go on and do it. Like that's called I, friendship. Quinn. That is called friendship. Yeah, but that's love. I've I've been in as many bands as there have been years in that time gap, and like it's because you're not so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> I just think it's crazy to sort of like keep something like that going for so long. Yeah, yeah it's That's really, really cool. I think it was a weird thing because like things just started to fall into place. Yeah. Like when, when we met Anton, he, he already played bass. Right. And, and Poorly. At the time, it, was, it wasn't <laughs> like no one really wanted to play bass, no. but he was like into playing bass. You know, a lot of people just play guitar or maybe drums and, you know, they eventually end up on, on it, yeah. stuck on the bass. Um, and me and Pam played guitar and then, you know, Joe, my friend at the time, obviously lover now but um, he was playing drums so it all kind of fit in for us so yeah. it's, we felt like we'd, we wouldn't want to be playing music necessarily with anyone else so yeah. we kind of yeah, yeah. And, and in terms of why we decided to continue after such a long time of not doing anything I think it's just because the, the older we got the more disenchanted we got with what the world was about yeah. In a sense, like, that you know, you, you graduate from high school and you're thinking, oh, cool, well, uh, now I can finally get away from this awkward place where I was wondering why my pubes weren't growing or why, <laughs> why, why my penis wasn't so big. <laughs> Anyways, no, it was a serious note. Uh, you move out, you go to university, you, you discover yourself, you live an independent life, you open up to the world, and you, and you start realizing that nah, it's not made out of candy corn and caramel pops, you know? It's, well, the world's a motherfucker. It, it's, it's, it's a quite depressing if you think about the prospects that one one faces at the older they get and they don't achieve what expected of them. So we felt yeah. like, you know what? If I'm gonna have to do fucking do a coffin nine to five job, 
I might as well do outside of that something that I fucking love. And totally. Sure. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think that's what drives a lot of people, isn't it? Especially like the the people around this table. Yeah, so I think you, you can all relate. You to kind that. of like go to work and it's dull and it's boring and you do your eight hours, but at the end of it, you know, like you're gonna go to rehearsal, then you're gonna have a gig at the weekend and. Okay, so, yeah, it just keeps you going. Like, I've I've often said like with my job, like it's not a, it's not an amazing job. It's a shitty office job, really. But you're a fucking policeman, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the police. He's not. Really. <laughs> uh, no, it's a shitty office job. Don't but fuck the police. Thank you. It, you're doing a great job. It it a it pays the bills and it allows me to do what I love and that's play drums. Yeah. And that allows me to pay for rehearsal spaces, get to gigs, go around the country, go around Europe and shit. Get your belly rubbed in Europe. Yep. <laughs> get my belly rubbed. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, working is like a means to an end, and yeah. And as long as you can try to enjoy what you're doing out of it, I mean, that's like an outlet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah man. People don't even have that outlet, you know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they just people just end up getting wasted on a Friday, then not remembering Saturday, Sunday, or being in bed, and then which. Well, I mean, I, it's very similar, but I'm in a bed. <laughs> 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 that's cool. So you saw he comes to he comes to like 2014, and you've got finally got your shit together and you is, I mean had you written songs before that or did you, is this sort of when you kind of like finally sit down and go oh, no we'd, we'd written songs but it was kind of like we'd write a song we'd play it a couple of times and we were like okay fuck this scrap that let's destroy another one was the name the burn tapes oh man did we've, that had like, exist? we've had like three or four names like oh, every, okay. every time we decide okay right this is this is it now the golden we, age is upon us well, we, need, we, need, we need a rebrand what were yeah. some of the previous names um, so like when we were when we were in high school, we were like super into leftover crack. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, our first band was like "Another Victim Dies," which is a lyric from one of yeah. the songs. Yeah, okay, well, okay, yeah. And and it was actually not, not we exactly. abbreviated to AVD basically, which the, which can then take different forms. We had uh, d- different versions. Uh, one of them was a venereal disease. Another venereal disease. <laughs> a, no, a vicar dribbles. Another vicar dribbles. <laughs> just like, um, just people would ask us and we'd just make up shit basically yeah. and then we had Hero Cop which which we quite liked I don't know why we, we got rid of it but because we recorded a very terrible song with that yeah. name and it tainted it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah yeah um, and actually we've recently been talking about when is it too late to change your name again it's too late now. yeah it's too point. late now <laughs> 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 I think Burnt Tapes is a good name it is, yeah, a, it's it's a, good name. is a good name yeah, yeah. you've up a lot of imagery yeah it does like where did, where did Burnt Tapes come from what was the, what was the imagery for you that brought that I feel like it was a, it was a lottery. Uh, basically, we had this system where we uh, asked. Uh, we had like we had like five or six ones that we really liked. Well, we we started off with everyone from the band bringing up four or five uh, options. Then, as a collective, we would narrow it down to five. Yeah. And then we'd all vote on basically each each one preference, and then count mm-hmm. up who was the final uh, score. I was I was I was pushing quite hard for um, a name in my juvenile and stupid fucking humor I want, I want us to be called BAM B-A-M-M okay which uh, translated to uh, boys to ass men to mouth <laughs> sense none but sounds fucking epic that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome it's terrible what yeah. I think about well, that's why I, I love star side project yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, so I mean <clears throat> You, uh, your your songs. I mean, they're. Have you guys gone back to Greece to play? We, we've had we've had some issues with that. Yeah. Because in Greece, um, no one's got any money. <laughs> no one's got any money, but uh, <laughs> even worse than that, you've got to do like mandatory military service. Oh shit! And, oh, okay. and two of our members um, are avoiding. Are, what, what sort of deserters at the moment? Well, I like to think of myself as a 
consensual. A conscientious conscientious subject. That's the one. <laughs> consensual. Always consensual. Is that like Muhammad Ali? Is he one? Is he uh, the army? Yeah. yeah. Do you like Muhammad Ali? You object because you're you, consciously you you don't agree with violence, basically. Yeah, well, in Greece that doesn't fly, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it doesn't fly anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true you can um, pay off? Like, so if you do not the worst crime, but if you do a crime, you can sort of just pay him off. Yeah, you, some in some sentences you get like uh, like a daily fine, and you yeah. pay off your days, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy called Liko the Greek I met in Leeds. He can go back to Greece because Liko the Greek guy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he can go back to Greece because uh, he owed a lot of money for uh, something he did to do with a gun. Yeah, I, I recently met a, met a dude who couldn't go back to Greece because he had a drug trafficking uh, rap. Oh dear. I'm not sure how the, why they let him go or how they let him go, but he can't go there for like. No wonder Greece wanted to be a part of the EU. It's all their fucking people could just flee <laughs> the country. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, we can't do it just yet. But there are plans afoot. We're not going to say much more than that to make a comeback. Just do like in and out, like the Great Escape, but like punk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah My sneak on a Go, small boat. Yeah. Are you guys sort of like unaware of punk in Greece at all? Uh, not, not really. No. Well, you. Just us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's an honor. Uh, well, I think what kind of sparked the burnt tapes into life, um, because we we like we procrastinate and we 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 never really knew too many people in the, in the scene for quite a while, um, was a guy called Jack who plays in a Greek band called Despite Everything. Okay. Um, who toured with Aspai, like. I don't know if you can oh yeah, 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 this yeah, together and, and go record with this guy because yeah. kind of yeah so that's, cool. that's kind of where it started but yeah there's a lot a lot happening in Greece now um, there's a lot of cool bands yeah if you have a chance to go to Greece do it yeah we need your money just, just to boost the economy a little <laughs> yeah, bit exactly, exactly exactly well we need to go before the 23rd of June because we might not be able to <laughs> go without a visa yeah shit yeah. Um, uh, yeah but you need like a visa to go to Turkey but I didn't fucking check that you can buy it when you're there can you? Yeah, I didn't okay. check it. I was a bit gutted that I actually fucking went. <laughs> I love this podcast. It's so informative. Now you know yeah, all about fucking go. geopolitical borders. Yeah, <laughs> geopolitical borders. Well, I, I wanted to ask about your songwriting because I mean, obviously, you you tend to just write about things you've experienced, whether that's just drinking or or whatever. Like, where what's what's your process when you sit down and write a song? Like, do you have a, have topics in mind? I, I think I can answer this. The five I'm getting. It, does it take a long time to, to get the songs? <laughs> it takes Com- a fucking long time. Okay, ten yeah. years, sort of, kind of. Yeah, every, yeah. <laughs> every, every every syllable is tested and double tested. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No, actually, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quite honest here. Um, our creativity is driven very much at the moment by Phil. He's uh, he's our moody, you know, sort of creative type guy. He's doing a lot of the songs, and we're just kind of like trying to support him in the music. But we all promise to him that we will contribute more in the future. They always break their promises. Fuck yeah. you. So is he? He's like the driving force for like the like what's being written in the band then at the moment. 
I would say so. Yes, honestly, yeah. Okay. I I think I I think compared to maybe what our last e our last EP comprised of songs that a couple of songs which had been written like years in, in the past, basically. Yeah. Really? So yeah. So um, you know, when we first moved to the UK, like sometimes we would you know go visit each other. Um, like I, I didn't visit him, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but but Pan was down in Southampton, and I used to visit him a couple of times, and uh, we used to like write little you know verses or whatever. So when we when we all moved back to London, we had a couple of things we started putting together. So I think a lot of the old EP was like, isn't stuff that kind of resonates with us anymore yeah, or, or isn't sure. kind of relative anymore for no, us. Okay. Yeah. Things get boring, um, right? Yeah, so I think like the, um, and I, you know, I can't really say that we, our output is, is, is fairly minimal, but um, uh, even these last two songs are, are, are super old um, right. that we're putting on the split. Um, they're pretty old. Adrenochrome was like, I mean, the definition of old. Two. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's 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 not like you know we wrote a couple of months ago and now suddenly we're refining it and we're we're just take such a long fucking time to get everything done. I mean, yeah. if if you hear the first versions of some of the songs, it's it's like it's nothing. It was very far from what is in the final product. Yeah, sure. I think sometimes we're like, oh shit, I don't like that verse today. I'm gonna scrap it. I call yeah. the other guys up. Hey, do you know that verse we just learned yesterday? Forget about it. You know, and this is what's happening now. And everyone's like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think going forward, I think things will be will be more organic because I think we've we've learned a lot as well from our first recording experience. I think, I think you do as a band, like especially with your with your first set of songs, you'll go through stages of absolutely loving a part that you've written and then absolutely hating the part that you've written, and and it'll take you several months or even a couple of years to sort of learn what everyone is into in the band, how everyone writes, how everyone feels about stuff until you finally kind of, like you say, you can organically just write a song without really having to think about it too much. But it's that process of doing, I really love this verse and then the next day, oh, do you know what? Actually, that doesn't work. I'll put that to one side and try something else out. Like that is what I think builds a band's character and builds their sound and builds how they write songs together yeah i think i think over time you you realize what also you're more comfortable with yeah so like, totally you know how are you going to write this kind of chorus will i be able to sing this comfortably you know will the guys be able to kind of perform it um and i think that's what we've over the time because i think maybe last year we focused more on like playing shows just as like yeah. as many shows as possible as opposed to actually creating music I think this year we want it to be like the opposite. Now that we've gone on tour, we can like maybe take a step back and start writing material that we're yeah. all comfortable with all together. Hone yeah. your craft a little bit. Yeah, take everything we've learned about kind of everyone as well yeah. and kind of look forward, hopefully record something new, maybe new record yeah. um, in the summer I, or something. I guess as well, like having something to write for as well, like you know you're going to be able to do shows now, you know you're going to be able to do tours. So it's going to give you a purpose to do this music and like write some fucking... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really Before it was like we just got to get something out there yeah. so we can, so, so people can be like, okay, yeah, that's okay. You this can, is you can play this show. Yeah. Now you can be like, put something out that you're really proud of. For sure. Yeah, we need a business card if you want. If you want to call that, the AP was a business card to go like, check my music out. Do you like yeah. this? Yeah. Do, do you want us to play in your show? Great. Totally. You know. But now, now we're enthusiastic. We've done it. We're motivated, and next next level is going to be basically next EP is going to be at a level where we don't have to. Well, we're still gonna be asking people, but we're hoping that it'll be more like sort of, hey, I heard you guys before. I heard your new EP. Yeah. Mm. Do you wanna? Do you wanna you won't. Play? You won't be begging for shows. You can just say, look, we've got a new record out. Do you mind if we come and play? Or like, say, oh, they're gonna come to you. Go. Do you know actually we've got? Can you wanna come and support this show? Or exactly. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, how do you guys write songs? I watch a lot of the early Disney stuff and um, sort of just rip off. Get high. Yeah. yeah. Rips off uh, those melodies. Do you watch it on on mute? 
nah. Disney. Uh, what do I do? I don't know, man. Like, just turn of phrases. Like, uh, so I work like building sites and stuff, and just like old dudes coming coming up with shit I've never heard and like, no way. like crazy stories. That it's just like, <laughs> and just go, well, I'll nick that and pretend I did it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and fucking girls and beer, really. Girls and beer, yeah. <laughs> the gold standard. Yeah, I mean, as long as as long as you can be honest about who you are, what you're into, what you're like, you you always get the material. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I I always I always like uh, really look up to people that write lyrics because I I tried it myself once when I was a lot younger and I I think I've run out of things that I can write it's about now. Weird. Whereas like, like you, I quite often listen to bands and like they kind of they're singing about the same stuff over and over again, but they're finding new ways of expressing that. And I've just I really kind of admire that that's that that's possible as a lyricist to to not to retread old ground but in a fresh way. Yeah. Is it work? So yeah. there's an interview with the guy from the Hold Steady the yeah. other week and. Uh, he was like, so for like 10 years, I've just been writing songs about being drunk in Michigan. Or <laughs> He's like, but you just have to like change it ever so slightly. And the same with Bruce Springsteen. He's just been trying to get out of New Jersey for fucking 30 yeah. years or something. It is a very confusing uh, road network in New Jersey. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, was a, that, that, that was a joke, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's, uh, Bruce Springsteen just sings about life, though, doesn't he? He just sings about working class life. And I think you can... Yeah, he's the dude, right? Yeah. He is born in the U.S. of A. Was he? No shit. <laughs> I don't know. Is he? <laughs> uh, I, I That's a good to... idea for a song. <laughs> you should do a born in the no, East Anglia. In East Anglia. I don't say that right. Apparently, East Anglia. East Anglia. East Anglia. Angular. Angular. Well, I can't it's... talk. So <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask about uh, Kevin Sorbo because you you list him as an influence uh, and uh, and have him as a song title. So yeah, we do for the people who don't know. I know now, but who is Kevin? <laughs> yeah, because Darren did. Can I just say <laughs> earlier before you guys came? Because Quinn was you know questioning this, and Darren goes, "Well, maybe they're mates with him." What <laughs> 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 we wish. Yeah, we do wish. Actually. Uh, so yeah, go on. Explain to the listeners who Kevin Sorbo so, is. So Kevin Sorbo is, is um, I'd say, like quite a Hollywood B actor B mate you're rich maybe D <laughs> C D uh, he plays in like a bunch of like um, tacky TV shows from the 90s I guess like yeah yeah. Uh, what was Is that sci-fi po- one he did Andromeda Andromeda that one that yeah, was, yeah yeah I, I know him now through Hercules on channel yeah, 5 yeah so, so basically yeah. obviously you know being Greek and Hercules used to be on TV and it was quite cult because it was quite shit but it was also it's like Xenia Warrior Princess yeah exactly also exactly um, <laughs> so yeah that's kind of where that came from yes yeah, yeah pretty much um, but there's one particular clip which made us lose our minds over him <laughs> maybe, you can, maybe you can find it actually yeah if, if you guys if you guys want to do a little bit of a little sound bit in yeah. this thing where you where he says it um it's called uh, Kevin Sorbo Disappointed, hence the title of the, of, of the song. Okay. And the story behind that is basically during the shooting of one of the scenes, uh, Kevin Sorbo acts out the part where he says, you know, wait a minute, this isn't my world. And then he actually <laughs> says disappointed, which in the script is actually the emotion you have to portray in your delivery of the line. <laughs> but he actually says, disappointed. <laughs> is that that's that's from Hercules, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll drop that's that in. That's proper Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, oh fuck. I mean, it's like it's really just fun. gold, and uh, we, <laughs> we we just sympathise with that, and we decided to <laughs> take it on as our little uh, mascot thing. Cool. Let's play that now. 
Wait a minute. This isn't my world. Disappointed! Cool. Yeah, I was really disappointed that that song wasn't about his like TV career because <laughs> I was really looking forward to just like a rundown of like his IMDb list. Song. <laughs> uh, have you heard the Die Hard song? What about him? No, about the Die Hard films that, like, no, right. clearly not. Well, is that the one that I was I on listened. about that time? Maybe. By uh, the story of the year side project. Maybe. I don't know yeah, who it fuck was. Fuck off and dies. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. The, be- okay. the, uh, the best thing that we can hope for is that his, yeah. his, his career is in such a shithole that he just might be up for making an appear- guest appearance in one of our shows. <laughs> more, more chance of that than Creeper, probably. <laughs> yeah. <More> definitely. <laughs> he, uh, he's got like lots of really like controversial opinions about Hollywood doesn't he well, Kevin Sorbo no not Creeper no I know yeah. there was something about some some religious yeah, things recently like he spoke about he's really religious and he's he's criticised Hollywood a lot for like, just he reckons I don't know I won't go into it but he's uh, very controversial uh, he's not a role right, model yeah. he's just a model yeah <laughs> <laughs> not a very good one there's a warrior Xenia Warrior Princess like thing at Universal Studios when I went like was there? years ago like you could film like some, I don't know. I heard they're they're doing a reboot of Xena. They're doing a reboot of Xena with with Lucy Lucy Lawless. Is Lucy it? Lawless. Yeah. I don't really? think she's the Kiwi actress. She's a bit over the yeah. hill now. Wait, <laughs> mate, come on. <laughs> no, I reckon she's well. Yeah, no, I think the last time I saw was Battlestar Galactica, and that was about ten years. She ago, was in so. Parks and Recreation. I don't know if you guys watched that. No, no, no. I saw her in Curb Your Enthusiasm, which oh, yeah? I feel like was recently, but no, it was probably about two thousand and seven now. So <laughs> it's a while ago. What's what's immediately next? So you got the gig, uh, Hoxton, the whatever fest. Uh, yeah, might, yeah, as well might as well fest too. Well. Yeah, <laughs> well. You guys playing the Saturday, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 awesome. yeah we're, you guys uh, played that last year, right? We did. Yeah, oh, was it? it was a lot of fun. yeah. It was really good. A lot of fun, and I, I think. Uh, Were you not there? No, yeah. dude. I, was, uh, I saw. I, was um, I was Pan. There. I saw Pan from your band. You didn't see uh, me. No, I, I don't remember seeing you oh, that man. day. Yeah. yeah, I was there. It's a fucking apocalypse. Did we, did we hang out? That <laughs> you day? see oh, Pan, you don't. Know, we did, lot, we did a lot more than just hang oh, out. Wow, we, okay. we, <laughs> for most of the day, we were. He's outside, a piece of shit. And then we left about five o'clock. Yeah. To go and get food, and we were hammered. Oh, I was hammered. Well, yeah, I was as well. No, yeah. we're, we're like we're we're super psyched about this because, uh, well, what time are you guys on? Do you know? I feel like we're opening. Okay. Oh. Nah, you're not opening. You're like second, I'm sure. Oh yeah, um, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Upgrade, <laughs> upgrade. No, it's it's gonna be awesome. Oh, actually, there's there's a band called Dark on it, but it's not the Dark that oh, we dark, know and love. Darko. <laughs> It's a Portuguese, it's a Portuguese, but a dark. Oh, is it not darko? Is it no, no, it's, it's it's a misconception actually. No, everybody thinks it's going to be the darko that we yeah. all love, but it's not going to be them. Oh, okay. I know I don't love them, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apart from that, well, what do we got? Uh, we got we're playing a show in Macclesfield this Saturday. Saturday then. Really? Then that's a place. We're, we're trying to we're trying to you know not play London yeah, so much. Yeah, this definitely. Year. Yeah, that's really I really like that that you're you're making the effort. You properly put it in. Yeah. We yeah. fucking overkill London last year. Christ. Oh, we played know, so man. many London shows last year. I think I think we was getting sick of us. I think you need. I think for London though, you need to do that because there's so many like potential there's shows and there's so many potential people that can see you. In our little lot of scene, you can overdo well. it. You yeah. can overdo it, yeah. But if I think, you're trying to get like EMI to sign you, if they're still going, then you have to do like play uh, every weekend. But like, 
No, you're you're totally right. You can you can kill it a bit. I think there's there's a lot more to the UK scene than than we we yeah. knew. Oh, totally. There's and, um, so much going on. And I, I feel like there's maybe more like enthusiasm for punk like outside of London. Yeah, yeah. Here it's like really saturated. Because we expect it to come. Yeah, we're right? expected. We're spoiled from all the big bands that are always coming. So like, mm. yeah. just go out there. And our best people are up for it. Our best UK experience probably was Liverpool and Maguire's Pizza. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, wasn't that where Luke? Yeah, was Luke playing? was on about that. Yeah, you yeah, were right. Yeah, that yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Epic place. Epic place. Good yeah, food, obviously. Yeah. But what, what kind of food? Uh, pizza. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Uh, back to the serious part. Uh, we're basically this year we're trying to get as much as shows outside of London as possible, uh, all around the UK. Because I think I think uh, we are more likely to maybe get some more traction once we start playing in different regions. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah, man. So. To see different, because we've never really travelled around the UK. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't sure. really. No. So there were so there were so many cool venues and little scenes around the UK. Because there's so many like little towns that are so isolated that when a band does come through, like the what there's one pub or venue that has music on on a Friday and Saturday night. And everyone goes. There. All of the kids will go there. So you play there, like you're but you're bound to have a fucking banging night, and you're gonna walk away having played to like even if it's like. 30 or 40 people like it doesn't sound like a lot but those people are going to remember that night and remember seeing you play you're going to leave that town having had a great night and had a great experience and built a small fan base uh, at the same time so it's yeah. if it's, there's many of those, those little places you can get to word of advice avoid um, Halifax and Haverhill at all costs I don't even know what the hell that is <laughs> well um, Halifax might have changed I went a long time ago but there's not much going on and Haverhill's where I'm from you don't <laughs> want to go there <laughs> well R- Russo was discovered in Haverhill Russo no you weren't do you not remember his little conversation about oh, that, Warren uh, Ellis Warren Ellis yeah you need to listen to our podcast now. Really. <laughs> You're working it's just, it. to the start and the end, and he's like, "Yeah, that's great." Yeah. <laughs> he just well, knows that's the, what I do. He just listens to the bits that he talks on. It just skips over everyone else. I get him to send me an edit of just my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, he does. Uh, Scotland. That's one place I really want to go to. Scotland's yeah, cool. I've, yeah. I've never been, but I've heard every show everyone ever plays is very good. Yeah, yeah, I'm they're definitely. cool. It's the same shit though because there's like two cities got, and three towns in Scotland. There, so yeah, yeah you, and you, so you have to make the effort to get. Is there. Inverness right at the top? Yeah, uh, top east, I think. Uh, I wasn't asking. Or for is it straight up? <laughs> it's pretty straight up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on, on the northern coast. I was there a couple of uh, last year on a I've week, heard, vacation. Yeah. I've heard shows up there are the one. Yeah. Dundee is pretty. No, 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 um There's a this thing called make that make that a take record. Okay. I don't know if you heard of that? Okay, mm-hmm. no, not. Yeah, um, well, I guess it's just maybe something that we kind of came across and they're very very enthusiastic about bands coming over. Sweet. And and they've got that um, uh, book year year and fest. No. Again, something maybe you just came across. Again, this, is, this, this is this is just demonstrating how isolated London is from the rest of the UK, let alone Scotland, because we have never heard of any of this shit. Man, you're in a bubble, man. Yeah, we are. We are <laughs> fucking. He up. only goes to gigs in Ilford. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trek. Yeah, that's where I live. So that's yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a busy postcode. It is a bu- really busy postcode. There's nothing there. Uh, okay, that's better. When is a split got a release date? 
We are in talks with uh, Sketchy people. right now because uh, we're trying to figure out when they can get their parties uh, sort of in- sorted out and okay. uh, start on a date. I mean, we, we got our release partner here in the UK. Um, so once they have their set, then we're gonna all the parties are gonna agree on the one release date, and then we'll go for it. Probably do a nice little uh, pre-release build-up. You think um, they might come over here to play? That'd be fucking awesome, man. I don't think I can afford it. Well, one of the guys is actually Italian, I think. So, hey, go the fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we hope we hope maybe what, to what go over that? there and then what and come back. That was a terrible Italian, was Italian oh, yeah. of stereotype. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, at some point they'll come here. Um, if not, then we're gonna go there. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, like, what, what's, what's, what would be the response to a an American band that's not very well known in the UK? I think it'd go down well if it's the right show. I don't think people really give a shit what who the band is. If it's a good band in the right place, then people will enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, because so, also we got the pieces it. have to fall together a little bit, but I don't, it, I don't think it's that hard. Just to get up on MySpace early. <laughs> <laughs> Never did enough. I got a funny way of expressing myself. Don't you know? I got a funny way of expressing myself. Cause when I get home, I won't find myself with all your clothes. When I see your face, I see a bottle. Cause when I get home, I won't find myself with all your clothes. When I see your face, I see a bottle. So I've just been trying to think about, what, what, Darren, what was the first show like you went to? What was the first kind of like any kind of music show, sort of live music show you went to? And when was like the first sort of punk rock show you went to, Darren? So I'm just wondering, guys, like Quinn, when was the first whatever show you went to? Uh, the first show I went to. Tell me. <laughs> Tell you, you really want to know. I really want to okay. know. Uh, I, the first show I remember going to was when I was about four and I went to this band called uh, you fuck off yeah no (laughs) sorry I didn't really I don't even remember shit from four I remember falling over and cut my eye that's because it's horrific I remember being wheeled into the show (laughs) (laughs) fucking baby (laughs) my mum took me yeah I might have been a little bit older but I think think it was around four years old 13 no I was was a little kid and I went to this like uh, you went four I was I want to know what you fucking saw. I'm saying it was this band called Pendragon, which are like a. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what that is. That's no, disappointing. They're, they're a uh, they're they're a prog band basically. Oh, That's yeah. even more disappointing. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Go on. Are you sure they weren't special guests on Barney the Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. Uh, but my mum, my mum knew the the guitarist and singer, and she took me to like. The, but they've had like some hits like at the time. They'd like stuff in the charts like in the late eighties, early nineties. So did Marillion. Have you uh, heard them as well? I've heard Marillion. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, she went to like there was like an in store like Virgin on Oxford Street at the time. Oh, right, there weren't no one then. There weren't no one, no. And they're playing. They're How play- the fuck do you remember this? Because the, I remember the fucking singer coming to my house and playing me my favourite song on my mum's acoustic guitar. Wait, so what's your favourite song? It was called Saved by You. By them. Which was by them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was their. Fa- it was my favourite song by them at the time. It was probably the only song I'd ever heard. You've got a very good memory, man. I don't remember yeah. anything from that sort of time. Uh, but the, I mean, the first song... Blanked it out. 
<laughs> the, the first bad ba- thing. <laughs> the first band that I kind of actively chose to go and see, and it wasn't it wasn't because I really wanted to go and see them, but it was because my mates were going and there was a ticket and they were like, "Oh, do you want to come?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll come." Uh, it was in me at the Astoria, Harley, uh, Essex. Uh, no, Hornchurch actually. My my stomping ground. No, they're from Harlow Essex. Uh, the singers from Hornchurch Essex. They won a Harlow Battle of the Band. No <laughs> one cares where In Me are from. So wait, wait. What was the name of the band that was in you? It, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know really how to describe them. They're like an emo rock band, aren't they? They were uh, new metal-y kind New metal-y? Of. Were they like Kerrang poster children? They uh, were. Yeah, very they much were, so. Yeah. They won a Harlow Battle of the Bands. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did that when I was fifteen. Uh, um, I just it was my the, my first like proper gig, like where you spend the entire show at the front just crushed because you think that's what you're meant to do. Mm. And I didn't enjoy it particularly. Um, <laughs> don't no. Like a guy I went to college with, who's now uh, uh, in the Mormon Church, is like the biggest In Me fan ever. In Me have got a huge following, and I don't really quite understand why. <laughs> it's kind of don't know. Cool. Then, so that's your. Anyway, team. that's me. Yeah, and I mean, first punk show was I think if like if we're gonna class Blink as punk, I think it was Blink in two thousand and fourteen. Can't fold blink, man. No, I mean they're my favourite band. Um, we will class them as punk. They pop up on every blink uh, on every Spotify punk playlist. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw that. Um, that's I know le- what you're that's legally about. binding. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yes, yes, legally yes, binding. Yeah. Those stats. What, yeah. what, what, what are the other ones? Some forty-one. Yeah. Well, Lincoln <gasps> Park were depressingly high in there. Oh, <laughs> no way. So, let's say it's not a verbatim list. Do you know what? I know we've got some forty-one. Like they, they even today because like they're, they're touring at the moment. They, where they've got back together and stuff. They're touring at the moment, and everyone still refers to them as a pop punk band. Where They've not played pop punk since two thousand and one. Two thousand and seven album was very pop punk. What's uh, underclass Under hero? Yeah. No, <laughs> bits of it were, but there's most a, of it was just. You're very much. Mu- if it's much. not pop punk, what are, what is it? What are we talking here? Uh, I mean, stadium rock. I mean, I agree with you in principle. In principle, yeah. Saying, yeah. So, yeah they they after after. All Killer No Filler, they went into very metal territory. Underclass Hero... Did they? Yeah. Yeah, they did a little bit. Chuck and uh, Does This Look Infected. What's that one? Yeah, what's the one where they look... Not Does This Look Infected so much. It does look infected. Chuck, yeah. And certainly yeah, the most the most recent what? record, Actually, Screaming Bloody... Yeah, it's what? the fucking Actually awful metal? record. Actually <laughs> metal? I couldn't get more yeah. than 30 seconds I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard it, and I don't. I don't think. It's I mean, it's really like metal. it seems like, like pop punk kind of metal. Yeah, yeah, it's like do. pop metal. Right, you said. Heavy anyway, metal. we're going. Up, we're metal. getting distracted. Here, we are right? getting distracted. Yeah. Let's uh, just agree this acid pop jazz <laughs> industrial jazz techno metal. metal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, Chris, what was your hey. first band that you went to uh, see? First gig I ever went to see was Runrig. Anyone know Runrig? Never heard of them in my life. Uh, I do now. <laughs> huge band How, in Scotland, uh, very yeah, cheesy. Yeah, Scottish band, yeah. yeah bit, bit, um, like you, bit like U2? A, li- a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, I, I had can I just clarify that I can't stand U2, um, but for some reason I like Runrig. I mean, it's not it's not cool music to like, but there's something about them. I certainly love that. All of your music. That is hasn't stopped you before, brother. <laughs> uh, fuck both of you. Um, so that was my first gig, like actual gig, but first punk gig, well, I, well, yeah, I guess punk gig was, I saw Blink 182 at the Astoria in 2000 with Phoenix TX. That wow. was like my first. So that was Enemy of the State. 
Yeah, they, they they were touring the Enema of the State. Uh, well, they released Enema of the State the summer before. Yeah. And this was March I saw them, but like this was like their European run of Enema yeah. of the State. And they brought out Phoenix TX, who no one really knew at the time, and they were great fun. And, and like, I was 17, and it was just phenomenal to see this band that I loved so much play. I mean, obviously, this story is quite a big venue venue but then at, subsequently when Blink got bigger and bigger that, that yeah. was actually comparatively quite a small, comparatively yeah. small. I think but the like, story but, had like a cap of about you know, I, but I have, people I, yeah but I have friends who saw them at the hybrid garage a few months beforehand because yeah, yeah. they sorry they did just a couple of European maybe it was actually a European tour they'd done I think they might have done a promo so. like a, a promo uh, run where they did but, they were just going through doing promo shows for yeah the, because I feel like they played so I saw them March 2000 they played November 99 at the garage so I, yeah. I, I could have that would have been the better show to go to because it's like you know seeing Blink at the garage would have been amazing but still early Astoria was a pretty special night and like you know I remember it pretty vividly still even though it's almost 16 years to the day which is how, ins- I can't say now loud is insane to me how, you know? how well do you remember that show being because like when I look yeah. back on blink videos from that era yeah uh from like 99 2000 2001 sure, sure. like they are shoddy like yeah it's a really it's really interesting you say that because i remember so i was living in northumberland by newcastle at the time yeah and i went down to stay with my buddy in brighton which is obviously near to london and and blink had just played uh cd uk that weekend yeah because obviously they were in town and it was terrible and I actually re-watched that performance just yesterday or the day before and watching it again like um, instrument wise it was just it wasn't live it was a record but yeah. vocal wise they were singing live and it sounded horrendous so I remember like we were just like dubious to like oh, what are they going to be like live but when you're actually there at the yeah. story and the energy is like so high and stuff you I think know, that's you what... don't notice like if you watched a video of it, it would probably sound rubbish. But when you're there, it was. It was I think really that's good. what they have going for them. They, yeah. they play such high energy shows at the time, uh, and obviously they did their whole kind of like stage bit where they're like laughing and joking and yeah. slagging each other off and yeah. all that kind of shit. It just that night, it just um, worked really well. And it well. worked, yeah, yeah, it works really well for them. But if you were to, if you were to just isolate those songs and, and to play them something, go. This is my favorite band. They've yeah. never heard of Blink before, and they're like, yeah, they'd be yeah, like yeah. "Why? This, these, <laughs> this isn't a group of musicians." Um, apart from like Travis, who's probably at the time the only person really holding the group together. Yeah, the others are just sort of all over the fucking. Show. Yeah, absolutely. But, I and mean, also I remember seeing Phil Jupitus there having a great time as yeah. well. Yeah, do you know what I remember? <laughs> I remember uh, Phil Jupitus on Nevermind the Buzzcocks talking about going to that show. Really missing most of it, but walking in sort of towards the end when they were playing like all the small things. Oh really? Like, yeah. Oh wow. I don't rate him as a comedian. I don't find him funny at all. <laughs> no, no offense to him who does, but I find the most most of his shtick to be quite boring. He's, I don't like, think he's a very good comedian, but he's an like he he knows his music so. Oh yeah, yeah, well. like, like, he's, he's got yeah. that relationship with yeah. Billy Bragg, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite comedians, but yeah, no, not at all. We anyway, did, we did see uh, Blink One Eighty Two a couple of years ago at the uh, Brixton Academy. Uh, what at the end of 2012 unfortunately Neck Deep opened up yeah Neck Deep <laughs> yeah someone's a big Neck Deep fan over uh, there I would have been there as well D- Darren and I saw Neck Deep at Slam Dunk last year we watched maybe about five minutes before Someone's... we walked on somewhere else <laughs> I, like to, I, like, I like to call them the Zelda band 
because they, <laughs> they keep on twirling and jumping around. Like, and, 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 and the one thing I've, I've, I've taken away from the concert was thinking, how the hell did they not get caught up in their wires? Because mm. they keep on like spinning around. And f- That's weird. Oh, so you know when I was saying earlier about how, you know, like Creeper, I don't think they're amazing, blah, 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 but I don't mind them doing really well. And you were you thinking said, that deep. You, you were like, what examples of British bands have done well? There we go. There's one. Yeah. Just disclaimer again. Respect to Neck Deep for what they do and how hard they try. <laughs> to be fair, you like, can I don't put, think they're the worst of the worst. You cannot so. put a band we, down for doing we, something right. Yeah, we've said this quite a few times. Like, for someone to be doing it, like, I'm fucking jealous. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am massively jealous. These bands, I'm slagging so off. It's I- basically <laughs> jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, just like we wouldn't be doing it. We'd be doing it. A, different way and be totally like not selling out and doing what anything that anyone else wants you to do we would just be doing our own shit because we're punk fuck you yeah. <laughs> anyway I'd be um, doing like, do we, do let's move on what's uh, Anton what was the first show you went to um, neck deep <laughs> <laughs> a thick neck no I'm joking um, okay so first it's kind of hard to say because I, I grew up from a very musical uh, and artistic family um, I'm, I'm originally from Russia Okay. So, oh, really? Yeah, Greece is just something that came in later in my life. When when did you move to Greece? Nine years old. Okay. Yeah. So I was I was born in a but but fuck nowhere Russia. Um, my mom she was a gymnast initially, then she turned into a uh, uh, backstage. Uh, sorry, uh, what's, what's those dancers that play that dance with bands? Oh, backing dancer. Back. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. We're like, check with Darren as if he like, <laughs> I don't the, know. The I'm multilingual, so. <laughs> he's, he's got the authoritar. Uh, no, so, so yeah, so she, so uh, I used to go a lot on... Um, I'm reading the dictionary. <laughs> on tours with Russian bands at that time. And remember, this this was uh, towards, uh, just right after the fall of communism. So we're talking about really shitty setup. You know, yeah bands that probably no one can relate to here in the UK so anyway so I was so I wouldn't count that as my first concert even though I didn't enjoy it and once I stepped on stage when the live performance and embarrassed my mother <laughs> <laughs> um, my first proper concert was in Spain when I saw Scorpions okay oh, oh nice yeah that's, yeah. Fun. that's cool that's it cool. was uh, it was a show in a bullfighting arena uh, so <laughs> it's it finally used for something good um, I'm not a fan of Scorpions but obviously it was it was fucking awesome to be around all these people and it was a huge yeah. crowd yeah uh, lots of lots of leather i'm guessing the scorpions yeah i can't remember you're in your element then. yeah <laughs> um first punk show uh proper show that i can remember was when i was 15 so it was 2000 was it 2000 when Lagwagon came around to greece 2001 2001, maybe. 2001 yeah so basically there's a uh, place called uh, An Club in uh, Athens which is which which was and I think it pretty much still is the epicenter of punk in uh, in Athens and uh, Lagwagon were coming by uh, unfortunately during we, that we t- only get in, in Athens growing up we used, to, we used to get one like fat wreck epi band a year so mm-hmm. okay it's quite a big deal yeah um, unfortunately at that time I wasn't really into punk per se I was more into sort of Metallica and Maiden, Prodigy. Well, that's why you're good at playing the bass, right? Because you learn how to play it properly listening to good bands. I guess. <laughs> what, Metallica? Well, they know how to play an instrument. <laughs> to be I'm, fair, I'm not I sure can't that. stand Metallica, but I agree with yeah. that sentiment, yeah. If anything, yeah. Right. I'm going <laughs> to respectfully disagree. 
<laughs> like we disagree. Uh, so unfortunately, I didn't go into that show with the enthusiasm that you could imagine of someone like, oh my god, it's like wagon. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, let's get party. It's my first time, first punk show, and let's fucking have a good time. Um, I think the other guys were more into it. Uh, for me, it was just an experience to be in a small room with like a hundred odd people. It was it was boiling hot. I mean, like I'm surprised no one, someone didn't suffocate. Yeah. It was that hot. Yeah. But it was a fucking epic show. We had uh, Vodka Juniors, a very popular Greek band, um, opening up for them. And um, I remember seeing the bass being drunk and I was like, someday I want to be just like that. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so it was an amazing experience. You know, we're, we're talking about summertime, shorts weather, sitting outside after the show, uh, not smoking yet. Um, and just simply taking it all in. And from, from that show, that basically just smacked me right to like, that's it. I can't. I can't listen to fucking long hair bands anymore. I, <laughs> I, I gotta. I gotta move on to something that actually. Phil, yeah. yeah. What, what what is your uh, first? My first gig? like live show, I guess. Um, his first was his science teacher <laughs> during uh, period two. <laughs> I was twelve. Oh shit! <laughs> it's only twelve. Oh dear, um, we're gonna start unraveling a lot of uh, <laughs> deeply sort of hidden away memories here. Yeah, I've just remembered everything from four onwards. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, Do go um, on. I guess my first like live show was um, quite an eclectic one. It was uh, Elton John. Okay, um, yeah. It was like my parents took me. I was must have been about six or seven. So it was, was this in Greece? Yeah, it was in Greece. Yeah. It was like in this ancient like amphitheater. No, so right, everyone yeah. sat down. It was very like. I, I, I fell asleep. I saw. Sorry, I saw James Brown there one month before he died. Boom. Nice. Sad. Boom. <laughs> Yeah, so I fell asleep at that, and then some the, say he's like the uh, original Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, do do continue. It's Bruno Mars's son, is it? Shit, makes sense. <laughs> anyway, Phil, first, my on. first punk show was probably about eleven, twelve. It was Misfits. No, that's uh, really. That's kind of cool a, to go to a, that when you're eleven. It was a super well. weird uh, lineup. It was like. Um, was it Marky Ramone who played drums? I think I played. Uh, I supported them on that tour. So it was Marky Ramone, a guy from Black Flag. There's Kadena. Yeah, and, and uh, Jerry only Jerry was there. Only, yeah, was that that? Was yeah, just I, them? My old band supported them on that tour. Yeah. Not the whole thing. We didn't play Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's oh, pretty. Fuck! Cool. I have been to Greece. No. <laughs> Wait, yeah. hang, on, hang on a sec, Phil. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 28. Oh, same as me and Darren. Then. So yeah. you were supporting them on the tour that Phil went to when he was 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a flaw in your logic, mate. <laughs> you might right. have been a wunderkind. Did you're you black right. Did you black that memory? I know you're well. talented and all that bullshit, Darren, but come on. Unless you, they, that line I think they came did that, around They again. did that quite a few times. I'm guessing they came around again. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Unless, uh, unless, yeah. you're, unless you're one of those like uh, stunt children which bands take on tour just to feel like fathers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Anyway, sorry. sorry <laughs> sure, we, you. 
Yeah, no, that was it. It was, it was one of those weird ones where, like, um, at the end, you're trying to desperately get, like, an autograph or, like, yeah. Jerry only signed your shirt or something, which, which he did. Um, and I've got he, that shirt still. He's a very nice dude. He is pretty nice. He's pretty nice. He, uh, like, give some kids their, like, he gives some kids, like, their train money, like, because they spend it all on getting to the gig. <laughs> so they, he gives them money to get well, they play. They play in London? Was that in London? Uh, this was in Cambridge. Okay. So they put, he, I don't know where the fuck that was. Like, at the time, I wasn't that bothered because I was more impressed with like taking back Sunday bands, but like, obviously I knew the Misfits were, and it's pretty fucking cool thing to do. Yeah, Misfits were were really big in Greece. They, they, I think they came out every year after that. Really? To play, yeah, yeah. Well, how long was the break between that show and the next show that we went together to see the Misfits and Gagarin? Like a year. It was about a, a year. year later. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Kind of twelve months, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so the Misfits when you were twelve, that's cool. What about you, Darren? You're the you're the last one to speak. Okay, so I think first ever like live gig would have been like a Battle of the Bands or something. Yeah. Because um, there was there was one in Hayward. In Harlow? No, it weren't Harlow. Was it in me? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, no. Um, so that that was a kind of a thing in Haver Hill and it was kind of like a rough night, but like it was the first time. My brother's a bit older and he'd got into BMX, like BMXing and so the music comes with that and then I was allowed to go to these gigs as I started playing guitar. So we went to the town hall. It's called the Arts Centre, but it's the fucking village hall. Um, and there's a couple of decent bands and there's this one band from the town called Rupert's Tartan Scarf who were pretty fucking cool at the time. Um, they kind of had like an oasis swagger like look about them but they were Nirvana meets Sex Pistols kind of kind of grungy but really angry um, and they were pretty cool at the time and it was pretty sweet watching them they were very good unfortunately like they broke up and I think they got into well I don't know they got into some bad shit and the singer now is really like derailed and I know he does some stuff like the EDL and shit so like he's proper well, like yeah it's, a bit, it's gone a bit off on one um, so they were the first band I ever watched but they were very good at the time um, and in terms of punk shows, I think that the like I went to fucking I think I saw Uncle Brian at like a, <laughs> at like a yeah. tiny little venue somewhere. But I think the first proper punk show I went to would have been Green Day in like two thousand on the Warning tour. And okay. for so, me, that was when Green Day were the fucking like I think they would have been better before that, obviously. But like that was perfect for me because I love yeah. that album and it was a fucking great gig. They had some shit support act called like the crush or the some shit or the date or some bollocks and they were rubbish and they only played for 20 minutes and then Green Day came out and played the whole album and then played all the hits as well and it was just fucking perfect it was just brilliant that's interesting because I the last time I saw Green Day was on the 20th uh, 21st century breakdown tour for me I disregard everything after warning uh, well, I really like American Idiot. I kind of disregard everything after. Yeah, that. That, that, I can't get on board okay. with that. I saw him at Milton Keynes and it just I just disregard everything. Uh, all right, well, you do that. But my oh, point well. my point is that Fuck when that I was on that 21st Century Breakdown tour, they played for like two and a half hours, but only did like 18 songs or something, which is not a lot yeah. to fit into that time. So, but, sorry, so that Milton Keynes when I saw him, there was a lot of like sort of show stuff going yeah, on yeah. Maybe like doing drum solos and then some guy would come play saxophone for two minutes yeah there was none of that at the Wembley it was no. just song but it's song. cool that, it's cool they did like the whole album and then like just a bunch of hits with like no fucking around 
for for how long you say two hours best part about of it, two yeah. hours yeah because I the, I saw them I mean apart from that uh, apart from the, that 21st century breakdown tour and Milton Keynes when I went as well earlier on that year in 2005 at uh, Hammersmith Apollo they did the whole American Idiot album so that was like an hour and then they did about half an hour's worth of hits afterwards they played about 90 minutes um, but it just seems like recently they do the same number of songs just over a longer period of time they just do lots of dicking around in between and like all getting the crowd involved and I've, like shouting and I really gave up and, uh, after eight minute middle eights and shit uh, but yeah, it's the same with Green Day because they're a really cool band, and they just sort of slowly slipped down. Like, I, I think I think American Idiot is a fucking amazing album. It's a, it's a brilliant concept album. They then tried to emulate that, failed, and then everything they've done since is just they've tried to do like pop rock, and they well, can't. They, they I don't think they did get dropped, so they were going to get dropped by whoever, and then they got the guy who like reinvented Rod Stewart to reinvent them <laughs> as this political no it's true as this like political yeah. punk band like false what, political you mean a, a necromancer huh you, they, they got a necromancer to revive Rod Stewart yeah he's dead <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no he's very old alright so um, no just some like PR guru um, so yeah they they never really done it for me after warning do you guys like them at all uh, I never really got into them, to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, obviously I'm with they were you, man. they were quite popular with like Warning and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I never really listened to their stuff. MTV time was uh, the period in the '90s when I was in. I was basically spending more my whole life on MTV, just listening to songs, whatever was on the television. Was yeah. what I was, what, 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 was, what case, I was an into. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, basket case. Yeah. Um, honestly, <laughs> the. Um, just saying that they wouldn't. do listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Billy Joel's favourite uh, favorite podcast. It's, it's a pretty hot, it's a pretty sensitive topic, I think, among people in punk and just general music like that. It's like every, everyone's got their own opinion on Green Day. I I, I, th- I think that they've done a whole lot of fucking good for this, the, you know, for the scene in general to open up yeah. to a wider audience. Um, but, you know, the nostalgic in me says, Dookie, yeah. Everything else after that, fuck you. Yeah. Not mm. interested. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. Well, on that note, I think that's where we need to finish. No, I want to know. Carry on. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you for coming, yeah, Phil and guys. Anton. Thank it's you been ever so much. Awesome Cheers. night. Cheers. It's been a sexual pleasure. <laughs> it's, uh, it's only just una- We're unanimous about that. If, yeah, if, yeah. If, if this was a video podcast, you, uh, video podcast. A vodcast. A vodcast. A vodcast. You would have seen uh, Chris giving me a handy under the table the whole yeah. time. <laughs> well, that was that's two hours and you've still not come. So, well done. <laughs> so, so the question is, is it, is it my impotence or is it Chris's technique? It's Chris's technique. It's Chris's technique. Don't give me another complex. Oh. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. See you later.